2019 studio album from Anderson Pack, Ventura. Anderson Pack is an American singer-songwriter, rapper, producer, and multi-instrumentalist. Incredible drummer. Very, uh, very multi-hyphenate, both in, in terms of his talents and in terms of the styles he incorporates in his music. Yeah, he's a very adept musician. Um, other than drums, do you know, like... With some of the instruments he plays, obviously he Actually, plays no, bass yeah. and keys, like a lot of people play uh, that. But I've I've definitely seen him play piano. Yeah, yeah. Most like... most musicians can play a little keys. Yeah, I mean, like I said, he incorporates a lot of different musical styles on top of. Yeah, he's being incredibly able to do versatile. All these different things, like he um, he's able to throw in a lot of uh, like soul, R and B, uh, hip hop. I think you're gonna most commonly see him categorized as neo soul. Yeah, soul just. And what exactly is neo soul? I know it's soul, but it's just like after the soul movement, sort yeah, of with modern yeah. flair. That's probably fair. Yeah, I don't really know how else to describe it. Yeah. Okay, more modernized. Yeah, just a modern genre of soul. Yeah. So, my Anderson Pack story, I guess, is I was kind of always like aware of him, and I thought it seemed cool. I mean, he's a very, very cool guy. Always smiling. Seemed cool. Yeah, yeah he has always, a he has a fantastic smile. Side yeah. note. <laughs> always smiling. Always has cool sunglasses and hats on and stuff. Good snappy dresser. Um, but yeah, so I I thought he was cool. So I, I I saw him live, kind of on a whim, and I was just so impressed. And with the tickets, um, um, came either a free Ventura download digitally or a free Ventura CD because it was his tour. You get for the this CD. Album. I got the CD. Yeah, and so that's been. In like the the six CD slots in my car, um, Ventura's maybe been out of one of those six slots for like a couple months in the like two three years since I've done that. Like I just always keep it in because it's just such a pleasant album to have on rotation. Heavy rotation, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, this album is super consistent, man. Yeah, it's awesome. And like what you're saying, I bet it's awesome to see a, such a talented like multi multi instrumentalist yeah, perform. No, he, he's super impressive live because he performs live with the Free Nationals. Who um, I think just started out just as backing man, but now they actually have a, they have a studio album out themselves. Oh, awesome! Um, but yeah, they're, they're super talented, and they get they kind of get a chance to shine too. But it's really impressive, like lights and like visual elements and mm. some py- like s- smaller pyrotechnics as well. Like it, like he's, he's definitely suited for like a huge outdoor venue. Yeah, nice, nice. I, I guess kind of the reason we were kind of thinking about Anderson Pack and eventually settled on him to do for a podcast episode. Was because he mm. um, recently teamed up with Bruno, Bruno Mars. Mars. You know and you love him. Yeah, hit machine. One of the biggest pop acts going right now, and mm. they they kind of they formed a duo calling themselves Silk Sonic. Silk Sonic put out a great single. Yeah, so um, lots of hype as of right now for their potential debut. For yeah, this. so yeah, that should be here in the summer. I'm thinking, and yeah, yeah. maybe a couple singles leading up. Yeah, so yeah, that first single is some really smooth R and B, which there definitely mm-hmm. is some of here. And uh, they also had a Bootsy, yeah, Bootsy Collins is intro. Yeah, he's executive producing. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. So. Be really cool. Right. And this album also has a lot of personnel on it. Yeah, some really good. I mean, Andre 3000, Smokey Robinson, uh, Brandy, Nate Dog, some really great features. Uh, wow. Alchemist did some production. Pharrell did some production. Free Nationals um, helped with some instrumentation on here. Right. All right, well. Yeah, absolutely. Let's just get yeah, into so, it. Yeah, we can get right into the track listing. So it kicks off with Come Home, which Featuring is... Featuring Andre yeah, 3000. For the Andre... For the three stacks feature is. <laughs> yeah, Andre 3000, for those of you who don't know. I'm one half of the legendary Atlanta rap duo, Outkast. Yeah, y'all um, should know that. <laughs> yeah, very very eccentric personality. Um, I'm a very technical rapper. Yeah, one of the most talented rappers ever. I mean, he's incredible. 
Yeah, and he doesn't disappoint on this. That's for sure. Yeah, not at all. So the album kind of starts with this vocal choir intro sort of with like piano Ooh. yeah it's very thematic sort of yeah and that's yeah that's a very good way to describe it and that's something i've noticed a lot like kind of listening to this album more analytically is that anderson pack makes really incredible use of like outside vocalists like not necessarily features but like vocal elements as instrumentation is mm-hmm. a really common recurring theme throughout yeah he, every track has backing entire, vocals just yeah about. pretty much yeah um and something else i'll notice is like a stylistic choice that he, he has done is that most of the backing vocals are always a treat like treated with effects huh yeah. like they're almost always have like Absolutely, a phase yeah. or like a chorus or some kind of envelope filter on it yeah exactly and to me that just makes every song on here like it could just have the worst lyrics ever but it would still feel really rich and yeah these songs are just so like sonically dense yeah like, exactly like there's there's so many instruments going on like and, and i don't know i i honestly found this album a little bit daunting to talk about a little bit yeah, i feel that because yeah i mean I, and it's 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 kind of a feat almost to make something that rich and dense but have it like still sound so smooth right like a lot of i mean you hear a lot of, i mean rock music like that i mean you think about like prog it's it's not smooth i mean there's a lot of great prog music but i wouldn't describe any of it as like smooth Right. Maybe, I mean, yeah, I guess maybe you could talk about, like, Soft Machine, maybe. But I don't know if that's, like, technically hmm. prog, even. It's more like jazz rock kind of I, fusion I guess stuff. Soft Machine is smooth. Yeah. Yeah, like, anyway. Anyway. Well, you know what I mean? It's it, it's very impressive to pull it off like this and make everything. Mm-hmm. A packed song that's very yeah. simple to listen to, basically. Yeah, and I, I kind of the recurring theme, like, we'll just kind of come back to this, like, smooth, one, and fun, too. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is just so, like... So joyous, energetic. Yeah, very, very peppy, smiley. Absolutely. Like it sounds like how Anderson Park looks with a yeah, big exactly. smile. <laughs> ha- it's happy music. Yeah. Very, very joyful and fun. So, yeah, we'll we'll kind of hit those. We'll hit those themes coming sure back over and over again for sure. But yeah, come home is. Yeah, I really like come home. The drumming on here is super strong. Yeah, I was about to say during the, I guess I don't know if it's part of the chorus or if it's like a refrain or whatever. It, like these oohs and ahs with the backing vocals, the ooh, ooh, uh, whatever. Um, the drum, like there's like flute fills in there, and some of the drumming in that, it's like it's like very classical. It sounds like a timpani yeah. drum, like. And it is Ander- it is Anderson Pack drumming on this song. Yeah, I mean it's just like almost like classical. Some of those like sounds like a timpani drum during that part to mm-hmm. me, uh, yeah, which is something I really like. like. Yeah, like huge swells, like Ben was describing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the on the verses, it's just like re- really nice, steady, mm-hmm. energetic rhythm. Even though the song's a little, a uh, little more mellow. Yeah, as most of these are, they're a little bit mellower sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, that verse at the end, obviously from Andre 3000, is awesome. Oh yeah, and I like how that he kind of sets a like a lot of the. Something else I noticed that he does on this album is he'll he'll, he'll kind of uh, rap and or sing and then have one verse that's more like strictly rapping and not like yeah. sing rapping. Yeah, he incorporates both into songs really well. And when he when it's like that verse or when somebody else is doing it, like on Come Home, he'll kind of change up the beat and make yep. it more bare bones. Yep, that's absolutely what happens here. It, it kind of goes. Introduces like a, a new guitar part actually. Yeah, it's like a like a really subtle kind of strung electric sort guitar. Of something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the drums kind of change in cadence throughout his verse too, as he goes kind of into different like mm-hmm. into different flows. Right. Um, and it's a long, long verse. It's and mm-hmm. it's incredible. I mean, that's everything you kind of like about Andre 3000. I mean, crazy internal rhymes, metaphors. It's awesome. Like, I mean, it's 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 a little almost too dense to get into. Right. Like just. Yeah. I mean, I, I a neat trick that I always notice. Um. He. 
his flow on the section where he goes, come with me, a phenomenon, come with me like it's Ramadan. I don't eat like it's Comic-Con. I'm a freak for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he, he almost, he sounds like he's, it's like the ending of one sentence sounds like it's the beginning of another. Oh, right, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and like, mm-hmm. like it sounds like he's saying, I don't eat like it's Comic-Con, but he's saying like it's Comic-Con, I'm a freak for you. Mm-hmm. So he, he kind of like flips him around, just kind of like grabs the attention even more. Mm, yeah, I totally know what you're saying. Right. Yeah, yeah no, he's yeah, super talented rapper. It's really fun to have that verse there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah, this is one of my favorite songs for sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah it's always it always seems like these albums put the best song first. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it, it's it's, it's just a, a that's just like a thing it's, it's, see. A, it's a huge way to open it. Right. Like just has as a sense of real sense of size. Yeah, yeah, like I was saying, like it just feels like kind of thematic. Like and on the verses too, um he it might be him, but it might be um, just some some other guest vocalist. But like the kind of like backing vocals after a line, mm-hmm. like like point like, back to your open, point back to your open arms. Yeah, it's just so smooth. I love mm-hmm. those. Just so pretty. Right. Yeah, and that's a theme. Like these backing vocals. Yeah, everywhere. exactly. Yeah, that, that's something that continues to jump out to me as I listen to this album. And how well he incorporates different um, supporting vocals. Right. Mm-hmm. Into his into the R and B and soul sections, yeah, for sure. songs for sure. But yeah, I guess we can move on now to make it better, which is just rich and smooth R and B. It's awesome. Yeah, this is such a smooth song. I, I love this song. Um, is this a Pharrell produced one? It kind of gives me the vibe. It is. This is the one that the Alchemist did actually. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You remember telling yeah. yeah. I just asked that because of the um, like the like do you. That part, like it's yeah, like yeah, it yeah. kind of has that stop and start thing. Yeah, that, that that's what I'm going to So there's a on the chorus. Um, when back arrives at the chorus after the verse, goes do you? Yeah, everything kind of make it comes better. together for like those hits that are on the downbeat. Like, yeah, do, yeah. Do wanna make it? Yes, yeah, so, yeah. Everything kind of stops. It's like almost sounds like a heartbeat. Like doom, doom. Yeah, right, everything doom. comes together. It sounds really. Yeah, that, there's that, so much orchestration in these songs. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. To me, that's just such a cool little trick. Mm. I mean, there's there's strings all over this one. Oh, especially like um, what's the line? Um, I think I have it written down. No, I don't. But it's like a it kind of sounds like a minor like uh, tonicization part where um, it's like minor for a little bit, and there's like these these strings that go really in between what he's saying like perfectly. Hmm. They sound like so yearning. Like I'm trying to see if I can find the line. Yeah, it, it's pretty masterful. Oh, and produced. it's easier to walk away. Oh, than... you know what I'm yeah, talking that, about? That's such a pretty little bit. And how You're the strings just correct. like come in there and just sound so. Oh, like yeah. I can't describe it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's it's yeah. The instrumentation is pretty consistently just top notch. Right. And of course, we didn't mention Smokey Robinson is. Oh, yeah. Contributing backing vocals. on the chorus, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Especially during the last chorus, you can really hear his kind of delivery in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're going back. Like, it's, it's easy to forget. Like, you get wrapped up in all these things, but he his singing is amazing on these verses. Mm-hmm. How would you describe his voice? It's kind of like yeah. raspy, yeah, sort he, of. Yeah, he has a very distinct voice. Um, yes. Yeah. It's, it's on the higher pitch side. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does yeah. have a, it does have kind of a rasp, but, so it, it's very distinct, but it's, I mean, I don't even think it would take getting used to. I mean, I think anybody could listen to that and be like, "Oh, that's a fun, unique voice." That's not. It's, I oh no, know. I don't think it's like. I don't think it's like. Um, I wouldn't say it's ever grating. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like eccentric or anything like that. Not really. It's just yeah. It's not like a. 
oh, you, I don't know how you, you'll feel about this weird vocalist. Yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely super, because yeah. he's such a good singer. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, very, it is, it's very him. Yes. It's, yes. Contributes to his um, uniqueness as an artist. Yeah, yeah, obviously the voice is very important for singer-songwriters. Yeah, Especially rappers, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Meet me at the hotel motel. Oh, yeah. So we got our room at home. Mm-hmm. It's just so bouncy. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the song I really love about this song is how when you're listening to it, everything's unwinding and it sounds as if like the whole thing is fading out. But it, like the band fades out to leave you just with the backing vocalists and the strings. Oh, yeah. And, it, and it's it's like, and then that is what you're left with yeah, in yeah, the song. Right, right at the end of that song, for sure. Yeah, and it's just contributes that sense of beauty just all those harmonies and pretty strings but it totally like until he starts singing again it totally sounds like it's just gonna fade out it's yeah. such a cool surprise that's like that's another thing about this like they're the lyrics honestly aren't anything more than like those are pretty standard r&b lyrics at least mm-hmm, for contemporary mm-hmm. r&b but they're just everything's delivered so well and it's all all just so rich and the instrumental performances are all just so so Top good notch. so talented yeah, yeah. So it all, it all just comes together so nicely. Mm-hmm. It really, it really elevates it. Right. Yeah. The next track, "Reaching Too Much," two spelled with the, the number two. Number two. Yeah. But yeah, that um, that first part is like really intense, kind of like synth funk. Almost. Yeah. So it's like the really, song really is strong it, electronic drums. Right, and it, and it has like this really kind of funky sixteenth uh, bass note, like doo 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 that's like what the bass is doing yeah too. yeah um and it's like really orchestrated like it's like it feels like an intro part and he says like i know you're reaching and in the background it's like yeah the whole band is like doing orchestrated hits together it's like so it's so complicated like for i think this is this might be my favorite song off the album really because uh, it just it, I can see that. it kind of has like a a section where it's like chorus verse chorus and then it gets into like this b part which sounds like a completely different song right yeah i mean and that, that first bit isn't even that long like it Right, it's like a one minute thirty, you know, seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's super intense, and then like it kind of culminates into this like. And then it gets way more smooth and low key, sort of, and like more chill. Yeah, yeah, like like everything kind of culminates, like like the, like the guitar and the synths are just kind of like wailing, and then it kind of like. Yeah, they're buzzing, like, and then it fades right into some like just like nice, really mellow chords for the second half. Mm-hmm. And that second half is just like, it's almost like a call and response jam. So the the format the lyrics take is like I'll I'll just read off like a couple lines from the first verse. I see you too much, baby. I need to take and, some space. Yeah, it's like and the and like the, a it's backing vocals. vocals. Yeah. and they're, they're of course they have tons of effects on them, so they, they have a crazy kind of quality to them. Yeah, and that's that how the so well. That's how the verses go for like the rest of it, and um, and that's kind of, that's a really fun format. Like you can kind of play around with that a lot. Mm-hmm. And just do a bunch of different fun things lyrically. Yeah, which call and response sort of things. Yeah. Um, I then, love the choruses on this. Oh yeah, and and how it's like it's very funky, and then it goes settle down, whoa, mm, 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 whoa, and how like it whoa, all comes together whoa. right there. Whoa, it's just like that. Whoa is, is so funky yeah. to me. Lala Hathaway, who I'm I'm personally not familiar with, um, no. c- contributes on to the, on those choruses. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of like some inter like vocalist interplay there, and it's really fun. Like to me, it just really has the qualities of like a jam. Cause there's a, mm. I mean, there's a chorus where it's like, it's like sixteen bar chorus. Cause they're just like, yeah, the ending definitely jams out. Yeah, like they just kind of keep adding stuff and just the vocalists just keep having. Yeah, fun yeah. There's with like it. horns and strings and chimes all coming in into play at the very end. Yeah, 
and so it just kind of rides out. It's a long song. Um, that's partially because it has that intro section, but it, it clocks in at over six minutes, I think. Yeah, and the, like even the intro section, it feels like it has an intro to it, sort of. Like this song is just so impressive to me. It's only like what is mm-hmm. it five plus minutes? Yeah, I think it's either close to six. Like right under six or a little over six. But I just feel like these songs are so like complicated, and like, and so much analysis could sort of be done with them. Yeah, it's five fifty-five. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, I I totally agree with that point. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a that's a super rich. Like song. this is a perfect example of like how complicated you can make these like pop songs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is, because yeah. of that's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, three producers, six writers. I mean, a lot went into it. And I'm, yeah. I'm sure like. And I kind of get that just from like all of these yeah, sort of. Probably a dozen people playing instruments. Right, there's too many instruments to count, so. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. We've gotten this far, and he's, uh, he hasn't even really rapped. Not too much. Yeah, just kind of highlighting the other parts of his skill set. I think I think a lot of people know him a little more for the rapping, maybe. Hasn't he done a bunch of or some features? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's somewhat prolific features. I mean, he did. He was on Giannis on Bandana, Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. Oh right, yeah. That might have been did a great did a, did a great rap verse there, All right? And that's the thing. I mean, he can he can give you a feature for a rap verse, or he can give you a feature for a hook. Yeah, for super versatile, like, like or like hook, or like yeah. both. He could do yeah, like some both, some rap yeah. singing like he does, and that's kind of how I describe the verses a little bit. They're kind of like there's yeah. a lot of lyrics going on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, most of the I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Most of the verses are really but, more singy. Yeah, they're like singy, rappy sort of, and then you know when he's like really rapping. Yeah, that's and, yeah, and it'll denote it by like a, like we said earlier, an mm-hmm. instrumental changeup. Yeah, he really really snaps into it in that real rapping, but yeah, he has. But yeah, no, he has like a very distinct kind of style of singing where it has kind of a rapping inflection to it. Yeah, definitely. Bit. It doesn't sound like he's like singing straight up. Yeah, that's how I read it. You see what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we're on the same page, I'm sure. So yeah. The next next one is Winter Circle. Oh, another one of my favorites. Yeah, very, like very it, bouncy instrument. Yeah, right off the bat, like it, it's it just hooks you. This is not that bad at adventure. Yeah, he's X-Men. very yeah his yeah he's kind yeah this is actually a great example of that kind of like like sing songy rapping or it's kind of a blend of both. Mm-hmm. Right, um, and his he's kind of like monotone in these early verses. I'd say. Yeah, which which kind of like creates a really nice contrast between how like like bouncy the beat is right um and then there's kind of like there's like scatting oh yeah in the choruses there's always these and in that part it's just like like harmonically it just sounds like crazy like what key is that in like what chord is that you know what i mean that's how that's what i'm thinking when i hear that yeah and that chorus is really like actually like cool and kind of monotone as well which i mean because it's because if i know i can get it then i've already had it i'm cool i'm cool so he's like yeah he's playing it cool on this one man um and there's also like a like a scat breakdown. Like the bridge yeah. is just like like all the backing vocalists seem like they're just doing their own improv improvisations. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then he goes. There's like a little, there's a bridge and a little like a scat breakdown, like you said. So mm-hmm. this song kind of goes in a lot of different directions while also maintaining like a real strong sense of like purpose and consistency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it Focus. comes into and then he verse three instrumentation changes. Like right, the, and then like it, it gets just down to like drum and bass basically, and then he starts rapping. Right. Yeah, yeah, and there's, I love like, there's some like like female like backing vocals that come in. They just say like one line like two or three times mm-hmm. in that rap verse. Yeah, I mean he's going in on that rap verse. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean there's so many like quotables in here. Some of them pretty dirty. I almost read that one, which I shouldn't. But, um, I like the um, but every time I f with someone, I wish you were there. Kind of douchey, I know. 
how the f did i get here i got hose i got hose we don't need to go there yeah. i love that that's funny yeah <laughs> it's just like i could flex but i don't need to yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, very strong I got sense hose, of confidence. I got hose. Yeah, sense, sense of confidence in that song. We don't song. need to go there. Very infectious. Yeah, you can tell he's like smiling when he's delivering that line, sort of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love Winter Circle. <laughs> yeah, it's then after this it goes into Good Heels, which is a little bit of a kind of an interlude. Yeah, kind of track. it's definitely an interlude, but to me it's really interesting. That, that Still one, packs a song in there. Yeah, it packs a song, and it's like it's very like uh, like a show don't tell storytelling type mm. of deal. What in terms of the lyrics like so it, it paints the picture of like a conversation between two people uh, a man anderson pack um and the girl and his he's, girl he's that he's cheating on his girlfriend with mm-hmm. um and he's like telling her to leave and stuff Ooh. and she's like she's like it's your girl so jasmine Sullivan well, plays, yeah, yeah, kind, of play, kind of plays the girl and she says I forgot my keys and my clothes. Is your girl coming home? Because it's cold now and I'm locked out. Bruh, I, okay, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. I don't know. I missed yeah. that. <laughs> and then he said, and then Anderson Pack comes in kind of rapping. Say, what I'm going to do, what I'm supposed to say. You can, you can get me killed. I'm going to catch a fade. Oh, and the flow on that is awesome. Yeah. What I'm supposed to do. Yeah, and it, the instrumental is kind of anchored by this, like, kind of slow, strummed electric guitar. Mm-hmm. And has a really nice sound to it. Dude, yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, it doesn't have an intro. It's really nice. It's like it just it just leaves the guitar. It's really kind of pretty and smooth. Yeah, yeah so that's cool smooth. to me. How you have, <laughs> like the idea that you can paint a story and like kind of pack it into. I mean, it's only like forty five seconds of singing and rapping, really. Right, right. Yeah, so it's it's a fun little interlude. It definitely is an interlude, but right, it just just out of like the length. But it, it, I mean, it feels like how long? It feels like a three minute song, honestly. But. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so even just something like kind of a fun, simple story like that on a shorter song. Um, just to pack some, pack some richness and some depth in there. Right, a little so, bit of storytelling, absolutely lyrical content, to maybe oppose some of the more lighthearted kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, next is yada yada. Yada yada. I love yada yada. Yeah. Okay. So something interesting. It's got like this children kind of playing noises. Mm-hmm. It just sounds like children laughing and playing. And uh, but then it, it comes with this awesome synth bass. Like one of only two songs in the album that have synth bass. Hmm. This and the next song. So I kind of think of them as together, sort of. Yeah, that makes sense. But really love the synth bass, mixing it up. Yeah, something I've noticed. So, like, when when you have that, like, like kids' playground sample at the very beginning as your lead-in, mm-hmm. there's, like, kind of like an arpeggio, I guess. Um, terminology I learned from you, like... I'm trying to think. What instrument? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just keys. And then, like you were saying, when that synth bass comes in, there's like kind of a yeah. There's kind of like a really ringing piano. What what they're doing is they're like banging on octaves, like like just hitting the same notes like in different octaves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it creates that piano, and then throughout the different verses, he kind of incorporates those different like musical motifs. He kind of like swaps them in and out. It's built around that ringing piano, but at times he does it in. Um, I think the verse where he starts to rapping, where yeah, where he starts to rap, mm-hmm. um, he incorporates that early like kind of like keyboard arpeggio, mm-hmm. and to me that's kind of, that's a that's a neat little trick to me to kind of like reincorporate and he closes right. with it as well. Right, the the piano thing. Yeah, and to me that's a neat little trick to kind of like reincorporate different elements of the song right. over and over again, like just kind of keep it fresh throughout the whole way. Sure, right. Yeah, yeah like but that piano part's cool, man. Yeah, like you were saying too with the synth bass. It's, this is a very funky bum, bum, one. <laughs> Right. I'm trying to see if I have any more to... Oh, uh, 
this what, okay and like the chorus is when Pac says uh does somebody got some to say like on those moments somebody got some to say like the the synth bass and the backing vocalist all like come together and play like the bass goes oh yeah Dude, it's like phenomenal when that yeah, part happens awesome. i'm like Ugh! you know what i mean it's yeah. like gross yeah this is such a fun song it's just like i mean the, the gist yada, of it yada. is just like yeah it's like I'm, i've come a long way man like i'm i'm, I'm above the I'm above the hatred i'm above the slander and, and to what you were saying earlier about like the piano part like kind of recurring or whatever like i love it at the end of the second verse when he says turf and then everything kind of cuts down, and he says, turf, yeah. again. And then yeah, the piano long. comes back mm-hmm. in. Yeah. just But it's like he could have just as easily gone into the you know the chorus or whatever part comes after that. But he just adds a little bit more. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just so nuanced, sort of. Yeah, I love in that second verse how he kind of uh, he kind of ramps up like that sense of him being rapping. Mm-hmm. Like, Casually talking that global warmth, as if the temperature didn't blast your perm. Our days are numbered. I'd rather count what I am. Mm-hmm. Keeps going. My greatest summer was spent on festival runs in Europe. Chicken yeah, wings no and line. sushi. I've gotten used to the perks. That's, that's probably my favorite. One of my favorite two bars on this album. That's so funny to me. Just chicken wings and sushi. Right. Gotten used to it. Yeah, I love that. This, the festival runs in Europe line. So like, it's just so joyous, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. That's about all I gotta say for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that goes into King James. And these two, uh, I think of these two songs as like a pair because they're, about, they're uh-huh. the only songs with the synth bass, but also because uh, there's like a drum fill at the end of yada yada that leads into King James. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very smooth transition. Mm-hmm. Kind of like pops right into yeah, it. Yeah, like a drum fill lead in. And to me, like this this one is the most like like unabashedly like campy fun. Like it's just so over the top with the sax. The, with the whistle. Especially. Yeah, the sax and then the whistle. Like it's crazy. Yeah, I love the sax. There's a little, little bit of like a sax solo intro. And yeah, it's it bright. Comes back. It's bright, and the lyrical content is so positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, King James, of course, being LeBron James. Right, um, and I didn't. I, I for some reason, I my mind just went to James Brown, and then I, don't, <laughs> I was playing this in the car, and somebody's like, "Nah." Yeah, yeah. He says we salute King James for using his change to create some. But it makes yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. This is about the time when like the shut up and dribble stuff was. Oh happening. yeah, I, I think this is. Pretty shortly after LeBron had opened his school mm. in Akron, right, dude. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's yeah. There's like a sax. There's like a like kind of like a like not really call and response, but there's just not there's not really another vocalist. What about the love? Come with me. Yeah, yeah. On the line. What about the love? In the background, you're love or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's like that's like, when the first vocals come in. Is when he says love, and then they go, and it really emphasizes that that love word. Yeah, but so you just list off a bunch, like, what about blank? Come what about with this? Me. Coming with me. And then you're, what so, about the love? And then the background, what about the love? Yeah, it's so energetic. Yeah, it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. I think the bass line on this, it has to be one of the funkiest on the album. Oh, yeah. A couple definitely. of the other tracks definitely have, like, that slap bass, but something about that, like, synth bass with that really short, like, cut off is so groovy. Mm-hmm. Boom. And he's, like, yeah, he's, like, passionate about this one. Like, cold stairs can never put the fear in me. Right, oh, he's he's really singing. Gentrify the heart of kings. Yeah, on that pre-chorus. I love that. Uh, I love that that line. The delivery on that. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a huge fan of that one. And I love how the final chorus is just like the whistle goes crazy and all this percussion yeah. comes in. <laughs> yeah. It just, and, but and the whistle makes perfect sense. Like it's just so clever incorporation given the lyrical content. Yeah, yeah, like that lyric basketball. is. Uh, yeah, and it's um, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, when we finally took a knee, them crackers took. Me yeah, yeah, the yeah, yep, yep. 
the whistle goes crazy. Yeah, very, yeah, very potent lyrics on this one. Yeah, so then it goes into the next chosen track. one. Chosen one. Yeah, that one to me is very funky as well in those verses. Mm-hmm. This one, it's kind of like. I forgot to mention some of these songs like sound like they have electronic drums and then some of them don't. Like this one sounds like mm. it has electronic drums to me. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Like like it has like a really airy like snare sound. Like mm-hmm. it, like I, I said this in the Bjork episode. It sounds like air is like escaping. It's like, <laughs> like yeah, when it hits the same. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like the kind of like what I was talking about. I absolutely know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, this one to me is like it's pretty fun. I Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean I don't know. It's not that crazy. Um to me, it, it really starts to shine when um, it's it's almost like a complete beat switch. When Anderson Pack starts rapping, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's, yeah, I love I love that verse. Uh, when I heard your fans want to keep you in the underground, cool. When I blow up, so I did it for MF Doom, no cap, no MF cap. Doom, <laughs> yeah, MF Doom, no cap, no cap. Which of course, MF Doom, um, song called All Caps in his name is stylized in all caps. So yep, little play on that as well. That's a very clever line mm-hmm. to me. Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Absolutely, getting a but, shout out. And they do uh, on that outro. I love how they do. They do some vocoder there as well. Yeah, yeah. So, um, like, yeah, the outro introduces this vocody thing, and like, it kind of strips back the vocals, and you can hear it a lot better, especially at the very end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, to me, yeah, yeah. Not a super crazy track, but to me, it's very fun. Um, well, the one thing that kind of redeems this for me is like, the bass playing on this is like freakish there's crazy mm. bass fills like crazy like it sounds like completely improvised all these like fills gotcha nice. yeah whoever's playing bass on this track like needs a kiss or something yeah i feel like i find it this is track is this track eight <laughs> um yes if you can't don't worry about it but kelsey gonzalez is playing bass on this yeah well kelsey if you're listening to this Doing You're great, awesome. Kelsey. Thank um, you. Something and something interesting. I was listening to this like in Milwaukee, and there's like a line about Milwaukee Bucks, right? Yeah. Need to be a little baby who can keep it a buck like Milwaukee. <laughs> that was funny, but Milwaukee. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that, I, I love those little background vocals. Yeah, too. The, okay, those background vocals come back like in the int- like the outro. Yeah, like, yeah. you'll hear like just for a moment, you're like Milwaukee, like somewhere in there. Yeah, Milwaukee. <laughs> they say it, like just the two syllables. Milwaukee, Milwaukee. It's just like such a nice little detail, like so much going on. Yeah, but um, not too much to say about that. Yeah, next track is called Jet Black, and that features R&B superstar Brandy. Right, which Adam told me about before the podcast. <laughs> I didn't know it was that Brandy. Like I don't I know why you. that didn't, that didn't click. But I like the intro of this track. Kind of starts off with like a really stately kind of piano chord progression, and then it gets goes into the groove with like a funky upbeat verse, like explodes into that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He, he, the verses are really energetic, and then the this is like mostly just rapping, sort of. Yeah, and then the choruses are awesome with Brandy. To me, that's mm-hmm. my favorite part of this song for sure. Like she, she really adds a great element to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it always gains like so much like energy in the choruses, mm-hmm. sort of. We peeking. Ah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then of course it ends with like a very nice kind of jammy. Yeah, thing and between those, the guitar and bass. Yeah, on the pre-choruses, they're like really cool little like guitar, mm-hmm. really cool little guitar bits on the pre-choruses. Right, that I enjoy a lot. Yeah, most of these songs. I mean, I guess we could talk about that a little bit. It's like most of these songs have like piano or electric piano, bass, mm-hmm. guitar. Yeah, it's it's very horns. different from. Yeah, it definitely leans 
like soul and R&B instrumentally. Instrumentally, it does not really sound like most most hip hop. It's I mean, especially contemporary. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to think what I could compare it to. That's, that's kind of the thing about Anderson Pack. You can't really compare yeah, you him can't to really categorize him very I mean, well. yeah, because he's, he's just Anderson Pack. He's almost impossible to put in a box just because of how many different things he can do, how many styles he incorporates, how many instruments he plays and stuff. Sure. And, I mean, I mean, there's nobody making contemporary R&B music who can really rap like that. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody making contemporary rap music who's really smooth like that. Right. Doing R&B style stuff. Right. And there's nobody in Neo Soul who's incorporating that type of thing. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah, he's, he's just really impressive. Like, he's just very, a very unique artist. Yeah, definitely. I mean, incredibly versatile. Mm-hmm. Like, time and time again, I'll say it. Absolutely. I mean, you just get, you can tell how talented he is after you listen to this album, man. Like, I was blown away. Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine seeing him live. Be awesome. Yeah, it was great. He's, I mean, he's, he played drums for a lot. Right, because it would be, like, yeah. such a cool show to see both of those, but. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. Second to last track, Twilight. Twilight. Twilight, to me, like, I don't. I don't know what it is. Like I, like I think about it analytically, right? Or not necessarily analytically. I'm just like, mm-hmm. hey, there's not that much going on here. But then, yeah, relatively. Yeah, relatively. But then it's like, I just love those horns, <laughs> those little trumpets. It's just or such it, a catchy it, it melody. It sounds like a like a synth, like a trumpet synth. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah. For me, like what stands out to me is when oh it goes on a couple it's, bars it's awesome right it's like it's, so catchy. It's, just, it's going like through every part of the song yeah it's just so catchy <laughs> like this song it sounds kind of like a, the drums they i think they're electronic on this one it's kind of hard to tell mm-hmm. sometimes but they kind of give me like like dance vibes because just because they land on the downbeat like every time it's hmm. like <laughs> like that's what the drums are doing like the bass drum which is like yeah. totally like a house thing sort of yeah, and just the melody of the chorus too like what they like the, it happens to everyone yeah. you're my twilight when it's off the dark and i lost my way all right i think like the pre-chorus is like a lot more catchy than the chorus you think like, so the, and it happens to everyone like that's like the singable oh dude yeah okay i totally get what you're talking about with the drums now now that you say that out loud because like the and there's kind of like a cymbal sound with that bass kick right there oh yeah then it's kind of like a syncopated part like right there yeah yeah yeah, that's fun. Yeah, so, yeah like if, even when it's not like quite as busy, like there's always something fun about one of his songs. Right, and I read in my notes like this might be a slightly weaker track just because it's not as yeah, elaborate I, I or nuanced sure. or orchestrated yeah. or you know what I mean. But it's just mm-hmm. like you said that that bright peppy melody is carries it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we close with "What Can We Do," which features unreleased vocals from the late Nate Dog. Right. Um, the hook master. And. uh this track it comes out with bongos and an electric sitar to start you off. Yeah, it's like yeah, very psychedelic feel, like electric sitar. Sort of, it just gives it gives you that twangy. Yeah, um, yeah, you might. I'm trying to think of famous songs with the electric sitar. Uh, Do it again by Steely Dan has a, like an extensive mm. electric sitar. So, so just it, it's kind of interesting to see him incorporate that into a soul kind of setting. Yeah, it's more. Yeah. I more think of it as a rock kind of uh-huh. thing, like like psych rock. Like I think of like. Uh, maybe not electric, but just normal sitar and like later, oh, yeah. later psychedelic Beatles I, stuff. And oh things. yeah, um, I'm trying to think about like electric sitar specifically. Yeah. I know like the Yardbirds use it a little bit. Hmm. It just got that twang. It's really distinct. Yeah, no, it, it creates a really cool sound. It's pretty different from the rest of the album, but it's right. it's a just a really smooth R&B track. Right. Um, Anderson Pack and Nate Dog kind of going back and forth, like almost exchanging lines at times. Yeah, like synchronized basically between mm-hmm. the two of them. I love the chorus. Yeah. What can we do? What can we do? 
Yeah, no, it's it's great. It's one of my favorite courses off the album. Very catchy. And, and there's one line in that second verse where they're kind of alternating, and then there's one line where they sing, they both sing it together. It just hits like, time to grow you know up and turn it around. Uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. There's like there's horns that kick in on that part too. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. smooth and it's really short. Actually, it's a pretty short song. How long is it? It's only it's like a little over two minutes. Gotcha. Not even a three minute closer. Yeah. But yeah, no, it works so well. And there's like a little moment at the end, which I'm we're we're concluding that it's not real. Like it's a it's a Kendrick Tupac interview situation. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Where he's like he's like. He tries to give the impression that he's yeah. talking with a, a deceased person, like through like the cuts. Of, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I guess that's from some inter- clip of him talking or interview. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or just like at the studio because he says like, "That sounds good, like crap or whatever." Because yeah, yeah, Nate Dogg's like, "I need a blowout in my voice, man. You can erase all that, man." And then Pac says like, "Oh, it sounds good." And, and Pac's <laughs> like, "No, nah, we already paid for the studio session. Where are you going?" <laughs> and then you kind of hear him like saying like, "Hey, hey," like right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like you can hear this, you can hear Nate Dogg singing as he walks out. And Pac's like, Nate, come back. And you're like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a touching yeah. tribute. I mean, especially if, I mean, it sounds like Anderson Pack probably grew up, like, really idolizing Nate. Yeah, Pollard. maybe. Maybe a big influence on yeah. his own music. So, yeah, that's that's kind of a cool little moment. Even if he didn't get to do it in person, just to create a piece of art like that with him, even from beyond the grave. Right. Even if he wasn't there to help with him. It's a cool moment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, th- that that does take us to the end of our track list. Mm-hmm. And the album kind of just fades out on that sitar after you hear the yeah. funny banter. So yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of the final word on that album is even though like, yeah, I mean, there's just all this stu- like, cool stuff going on. Um, to me, it's not as sharp lyrically as Malibu. I think Malibu is pretty clear of it in that area. Yeah. Um, which is his 2016 effort, which was two before this. One. So would you? Are you saying that you prefer that one to this one? Maybe a little. So that's the other thing. Malibu is Malibu's a little jazzier to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and is a little clear of it in terms of songwriting, in terms of lyricism, but it's it's a lot longer. Which to me, the short the short length of this one definitely contributes to how like just fun it is to pop on. Um, so I don't know. To me, it's pretty close. I, I honestly like I I like this a lot better just because it's, it's more concise. I feel like it's more mm-hmm. like kind of trimmed polished yeah, you know yeah, like it's, it has like fat cut off of it yeah there, there, there's a little fat on Malibu but I, Malibu I definitely has definitely had some of his best songs like for sure. gonna, like come yeah. down oh yeah which I, mean, I which is how I got into Park. I somebody asked bird. me to play that for them like the yeah, guitar the, part and I, I yeah. got into Park from the that the bird the waters the waters is his best rapping on mm. Malibu definitely check that out if you check this out and enjoy it does he have any I, I've wanted I've honestly only listened to these two albums by him other others yeah, he had one. He had Oxnard in between Malibu and Ventura, which is not as good as those two. Gotcha. And then he had a couple like earlier mixtapes. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, Oxnard did have a Kendrick feature though, which was good. <laughs> yeah, all Kendrick features. Yeah, exactly. Great. Kendrick feature bumps your album up a little bit, <laughs> regardless. Right. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have to say about. Yeah, Ventura. Ventura. Might be better than Malibu. Might not be. Maybe. <laughs> it's hard call. Yeah, hard call. I think it's better, in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, check out Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace.